The Bulletin. It is time for the Bulletin of Fine New Zealand Sporting Mind joining the programme to discuss a variety of topics. Come on down, David Long. Great to hear from you. How are you doing? Oh, I can hear you now. Should we get the nice... Well, we won't repeat the niceties. I, I can hear you. Um, I didn't hear your answer, but I'm sure it's like, Daniel, so good to hear from you. I've missed your friend. Something along the lines. Hey, huge strides being made by the NRL and scheduling the Anzac Day game. I remember the days when they didn't even have it on Anzac Day. I remember the days when it was only ever played in Australia and New Zealand were featuring. It sounds like the Warriors are going to play at home on Anzac Day. How good. They are, that's right. Yeah, the draw is coming out uh, later on today. Um, but um, it will say that the Warriors will be playing um, uh, the Titans at home on Anzac Day um, this year. As three games going to be on, and it will be the first one of the day. Um, so not really the tradition that um, has sort of been established of the Warriors playing the Storm. Uh, they'll play them in round two. So I'm not sure why. I think that's a bit slightly disappointing that it it is um, the Titans, not the Storm. But, you know, it's um, it's it's a win, I guess, for the Warriors to at last um, have, a, have a chance to play at home because they really do deserve it. You know, the Storm and the other NRL teams do a great job at, at commemorating Nanzac Day, you know, and marking the occasion. And it will be, it, it will be nice now for, for New Zealand and the Warriors to get a chance to do that as well. Well, small steps. We can't expect everything out of the NRL to get it right when it comes to this. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's taken a long time to get this far, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, you make a good point as well about Anzac Day. You know, it would be... It's certainly only NRL and the Australian sort of sports that do it. We don't... We still don't sort of, you know, do it with sports uh, in New Zealand. It would be it would be good if, I think, if... Especially now we haven't got South African teams in Super Rugby, if we did sort of... Have a, have a try and get some tradition of having Super Rugby games on that day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, maybe in an ideal world, um, the Storm come to Auckland to to play an Anzac Day game, but maybe I'm uh, being fanciful there. It seems like the game in Melbourne has been set in stone for a long, long time and will continue. Hey, one of your um, other specialty sports, let's go to boxing. It sounds like Joseph Parker could be on quite a wild card. Um, Firstly, against a bit of a a wild man himself in Deontay Wilder. See what I did there? Uh, December 23rd uh, in Saudi Arabia, where every boxer goes at the moment. I think this is only 56 days after his bout with Simon Keane, so a heavy workload for uh, Joseph Parker if he, he can pull this one off. I guess it is a hut who I don't normally see uh, heavyweight fighters fighting so quickly after the last fight. But I guess, you know, with, uh, with, with Parker is with his career, um, you know, a fight like this, when it comes up, I guess you need, you know, it's too big an opportunity to turn down. Like it's been a few years now since he lost his, his heavyweight title. Um, and, he, you know, he's 31, I think. So, you know, he needs an opportunity to get back in and sort of make it have a statement win and sort of get back up there to try and fight someone, um, you know, like Fury or, or one, of those, one of those guys to get a title belt back. It's, um, it sounds uh, like it could be a mega card, though, David, right? Like, it sounds like there's, uh, there's going to be multiple heavyweight fights on the same card, which is really cool. But if you're talking about Joseph Parker, he, he takes... He, he doesn't even think. He says yes, right? You just say yes to Deontay Wilder. Yeah, you have to, really, don't you? It, it, it's, it's a no-brainer, really, for him to go and fight someone like that again and to sort of be up there or mixing it with those with those top guys and trying to get a big fight. Um, he's got a few more years left in him, but um, 
yeah, he, absolutely, yeah. He's got to go for it. And if he, you know, and I think probably if he loses, then um, it's you know that could well be the end for him in terms of trying to get another crack at a title. It, it, it's 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 pretty much you know it's, I think it'd be fair to say his career is on the line with this fight. Yeah, interesting sort of idea, the fight there, the matchups, the, the, the sort of, you know, craftsmanship that, that uh, Parker does have, and Deontay Wilder is just a fearsome puncher. Yeah, yeah, yeah just right, yeah. Um, it is, it, it's just about to get, you know, someone else going to Saudi Arabia for, for the sport. It seems to be, each time, each time someone does it now, it becomes less of a less of a talking point and an issue, and it does look like a cracking card that will be on there. And, and I guess we're seeing another sport that's... Um, you know, heading the way to, to lots more events in Saudi Arabia. And I guess with the nature of boxing where it, you can bring everybody in uh, for one big event, you know, as we saw in the, in the days of Muhammad Ali many, many years ago, you can, it does sort of work having it in, a, in one of sort of places um, like this for a big fight. Almost like the sports washing is almost working, David. Uh, to tennis we now turn. The ASB Classic director has put a bit of pressure on New Zealand players. Yeah, that's right. So um, they decided last year, for this year's just January's tournament, that they would give a wild main draw and a qualifying wild card to New Zealand players uh, and have a tournament playoff tournament to decide uh, who would get them. And the entries were pretty poor last year, where a lot of players decided that they didn't want to do it. Uh, they play in a tournament in Numea, well, on the men's side of it, instead, uh, and then go and ask for wild cards afterwards. Um, and actually, Ryan right, got uh, was a New Zealand one at the time. He got one, but it's, it's pretty much said this time: if you want to play SB Classic, um, you know, wild cards are not a, not a right. You know, they're a privilege to get. And if you want to, if you want to have the time, chance to get a lot of ranking points and a lot of prize money, um, then you play in this wild card tournament. There will be two. There'll be one down in Tiana for the men's, and the one up in um, Stanley Street for the women's one just after Christmas. Um, I also think as well there was a bit of, um, you know, players wanting to save face, um, not wanting to lose to somebody else and, you know, keep that sort of thing, oh, I'm better than you, but I'm not going to play your type type attitude. But it's it's pretty much been put on the line for it this time. I actually had a chat with Erin Routliff, who won the women's one last time, and I said, are you keen on doing it again? Or, or she's an she's a incredible, you know, world-class doubles player now. And she's having to think about it. She's still not sorted out her schedule for next year completely, right. so that might have an impact on it. But um, I guess you could also say, it's fair to say that despite Aaron Routliff being uh, a doubles specialist, he's still probably New Zealand's best singles player. Yeah, and, and I can't help but think, for, what do fans want with regard to a wild card? Probably the best player available not what passport they carry? Well, it's a tricky one. Uh, and I've had many arguments with tournament directors over the years about whether to give New Zealand players wild cards. Like if it's someone who's a big name, um, like a, I think Gasquet might have got one last year, or or someone who people know, you know, who's on the, who's a big name but needs a wild card to get in, then it's fair enough given it. But I think just to sort of giving it to some little-known player from Serbia or Croatia or South America just because they might, some of them might have potential, um, then I not always think it's worthwhile. People do like watching New Zealand players play at, at the ASB Classic. And one of the changes that they're going to make this year is that um, they're going to make sure that, um, that, that there's more that, that Michael Venus and Aaron Routliff play their doubles matches on centre court. Obviously, the rain, impact, the rain impacted last year, but 
They were, they were they would have been playing on the outside court to the first few rounds of doubles, but um, you know people in New Zealand they want to see Erin and they want to see Michael Venus. Um, so it's, it's it's always a tricky one with the wild cards. But I think if you can help New Zealand players out, it's the only chance of the year where they can get a lot of money. Then I think that you know that should be the first sort of choice should be to try and give it to someone from New Zealand. Uh, Longy, before I let you go, mate. Um... Do you think all New Zealand newspapers should hold the the back page for the Black Caps beating India? She's <laughs> <laughs> going late to print. Yeah, that'd be very very late to print. <laughs> no, I, I can't see that one. I can't see that one happening. To be honest, mate. <laughs> Hey, mate, thanks so much for running out of time. Lovely to hear your voice, mate. I hope you're doing well. Hopefully, we can catch up in person soon. Yeah, all the best. Nice to speak to you again, mate.